Hey, how's it going, guys? This episode of the podcast will be something positive to look at instead of all the negative we've been seeing all around us since this coronavirus, COVID-19, NWO takeover, 5G, uh, Bill Gates conglomerate, whatever you want to call it, has arrived. Let's look at the positive or at least try to find some positive. Um, Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey, what's going on, guys? So um, I just kind of wanted to talk a little bit today about um, preparing uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and all the above. If I've forgotten anything, you guys will let me know. Um, A lot of us have been preparing for something like this for a while. We've known that that our government and uh, the elite ruling class hasn't been able to be trusted. We've known they've been into some dark stuff, some of that dark art stuff, some of that, you know, that black magic, that that evil mojo, that touch little kids stuff, drinking blood like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and all that. These people are uh, these people are sick puppies, and a lot of us have known that, and. Uh, Unfortunately, we've been trying to wake people up, and a lot of people don't want to wake up. They want to keep the dream going, the illusion going. Um, You know, the mind control is strong, man. As I said before, I feel like our society has been massively MKUltra'd. And for those of you that don't know what MKUltra is, I suggest you look it up. It's an actual thing that the CIA... uh, covered, so it's not a conspiracy, though people like to look at it as it is. It's an actual thing, so uh, MK Ultra. But I mean, and I went into this before, television programming, you know, all the violence, pornography, sex, that goes into the sex magic, the sexual trauma, all that. I even think a lot of times uh, circumcision has something to do with that for the men, you know. Uh, we, well, I'm going to do another episode on that some other time, but... I don't really want to focus too much on the dark stuff. What I want to do is tell people kind of how I woke up, what my little process was. I'm going to try and make this a quicker episode than the last ones. Um, We'll see. I feel like sometimes when there's only one person on a podcast, it's hard for some people to listen. I can get myself through it even though I'm ADD. I can listen to single-person podcasts, but, you know, I've been training myself for years to... uh, you know, not throw the baby out with the bathwater when it comes to messages. I can sit through some boring stuff just to get a couple of tidbits of real good information. And it's worth it. So, um, I, I discovered, my, my first time uh, ever hearing about any type of conspiracy or whatever, I was incarcerated. I had been, uh, I'd been locked up, I'd been, and I will talk about this on another podcast sometime, but I had been going on my, my fifth year in the California Youth Authority between 1993 and 1999. I was originally only supposed to do six months, but anyways, you know, shit was rocking and rolling in there, so uh, a brother had to handle his business, um, but... It's going on my fifth year, maybe a little bit after my fifth year, and my buddy says something about New World Order or globalization, and I was like, what's that? 
And he says, oh, that's a one world government. And instantly my heart sunk to my feet. I don't know why. I mean, my first thought was prison planet. That was my first thought. That's before I knew anything about any type of conspiracies or anything. I always hated the presidents. I didn't like, I never trusted them. I never liked them. I thought they were full of shit. I didn't like their personalities. You know, I haven't really liked a lot of people in powerful positions for a long time because I feel like 90% of those people, 85, 90% of people, they abuse those positions and they do atrocious shit. So that was my first encounter with what I saw as a conspiracy. Uh, next one was 9-11. I knew instantly on the spot, and I'm not going to get into that now, but I knew instantly that that was bullshit. Um, so fast forward to about 2010. I had, I was 34 years old. It was four months before my, uh, or no, no, it was like, two or three months before my 35th birthday. And um, I'd been going through a lot of crazy shit that year. I lost my job. Me and my best friend weren't talking. And uh, my girlfriend and me broke up. She left. And, you know, looking back, who can blame her? Uh, my, uh, my grandma who I who practically raised me every weekend when I was a little kid, passed away. And, uh, you know, subconsciously old ghosts from the past were coming up, and I was having nervous breakdowns, and I'd never had that, and I'd always considered myself fairly strong emotionally and mentally, but something, something was going wrong, man. And so uh, – I was in the middle of a fucking nervous breakdown, and one of my buddies called me, my buddy Terrence. And he's like, I answered the phone, and I was really intense. And he's like, hey, man, you need to calm down. I called to give you some good news. And I was like, well, what's that? And he's like, I just did this 10-day silent meditation called Vipassana, and you should go do it. And I was like, oh, shit, I heard about that like 10 years ago, eight years ago. Give me all the information. I'm going immediately. Within two weeks, I was on a train and then a bus, and then I was at that center in North Fork, California, right below Yosemite. It was actually nine, nine and a half days of silence, um, and uh, it was intense. It was more intense than jail in a lot of ways. You know, it was really hard. But, uh, they taught me the technique and the art of meditation. And unlike a lot of meditation where you do chanting or you do this or you do that, this was a very basic bare bones type of meditation. It was very boring and very, what I considered a pretty, uh, uh, yeah, boring and dull and very hard challenging meditation because it was so simple. You're, you really didn't have a lot of chance for your, you know what I mean? It was like you, you really didn't have a lot of uh, room for your mind to water, wander a lot. So I got through it. And, uh, you know, up to that point, I'd been having, you know, over 23 years of every night nightmares, night terrors, um, and uh, just 
always angry, always upset, always on red alert. Um, right before I actually filled out the application for the meditation, I had taken two tests online for PTSD, and I had um, every symptom on on uh, both of those uh, tests that I took on different sites. Um, and so uh, by the seventh night of this uh, meditation, the nightmares had kind of went away, and I was having flying dreams. I used to have a lot of flying dreams when I was young. And for those of you that have never had a flying dream, they're fucking incredible. It's You really fly, and they are so lucid. Uh, my flying dreams always have been. I could always feel the, the currents of the wind on my arms and in my face, and, and I would hear the wind flapping in my ears. It was incredible, these flying dreams. And, and I'm putting it out to the uh, to God right now that I want to have some more of those in the, in the not-so-distant future. I still have a lot of crazy psychic dreams and stuff like that and very lucid dreams, but I haven't had a flying dream in a while, and I'd like to have one again soon. But I had a flying dream, and I hadn't had a flying dream in about 15 years, 20 years. Um, and uh, and the, the nightmares went away. By the time I left, I didn't have any nightmares. And then I got on about an hour and 20 minutes a day meditation protocol. And I, and I did that for about eight, nine months, and that kind of slipped up. So about 11 months later, I wound up doing a three-day Vipassana. I just got really deep into meditation. So over the last 10, 11 years, I've really, really done a lot of meditation. There's been, you know, eight, nine-month periods where I've done religiously two to two and a half hours a day of meditation, you know, after once when I wake up and then once before bed. Um, and, you know, I've just noticed a significant change in my life. And uh, after that first meditation, I wound up traveling all over. I'd been kind of stuck in, in my area, barely traveling at all, just kind of. It opened some type of doorway in my mind and my spirit, man. And I wound up in Spain and then Washington and then Texas for South by Southwest and then Hawaii. And then within a year, I was living in Hawaii and organic farming and protesting Monsanto, and I'll get into all of this stuff uh, in, in future podcasts, you know, but, uh, you know, I went on this spiritual journey and uh, started to uh, get seriously into, into exercise. I mean, I'd always been doing martial arts off and on, you know, a little bit of weight training here and there, but mostly martial arts, you know, whether it was Muay Thai a little bit of jujitsu or uh, uh, boxing, just bare bones boxing, which I really like too. Um, you know, I've always been training, you know, off and on. The last two and a half years, I've been been solid on it, been hitting it hard. Um, but uh, yeah, man, and and you know, I got my diet dialed in really strict while I was in Hawaii, and you know, I mean, I have my 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 little my little slip ups here and there, you know, and I think we all should have. A cheat day every once in a while. You know what I mean? But a lot of people's cheat day is like two or three times a week or once a day. And, you know, I mean, I've gone months where I didn't eat any garbage, any wheat, any dairy, any processed sugars. You know, I've done I've done just about every diet you could think of under the sun from vegan to vegetarian to paleo to blood type, to OMOD, one, one meal a day diet, to intermittent fasting. I've done all kinds of stuff. 
And, uh, you know, while I was in jail, I started doing fasts. Uh, I would do dry fasts, no food or water for a day or two at a time. And I did multiple of those. And uh, one thing I noticed about dry fasts is by the second day, late in the afternoon, you start feeling like you ate some mushrooms or you, you did some like type of hallucinogenic and it makes your spirit soar, man. You, you, you start to soar. It's insane. It's incredible. It's unreal. Um, I have friends that have done four day fasts. Um, I did a, I did a two day dry, dry fast one time and went into a sweat lodge immediately after that. And then just started having crazy visions. Um, but I have homies that have, done four-day dry fast and gone into sweat lodge and Sundance and all that, you know, crazy native stuff that, you know, I had been involved with for a while. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, the, I guess the point is, is that I started cultivating, you know, the spirit on a deep level, man. And, and you know, I always felt like prayer and, and art and, and visualization were really important, but I, I never really realized the power of meditation and uh, just how that applied just so much to, uh, you know, internal growth. And, uh, you know, I created a statement that if you go within, you'll never go without. And uh, if you know yourself... And, and you go back to that, that beginning stage of life where you just a little infant in your mama's belly, you know, when all you, all you were surrounded by was the darkness, it was silent, and all you had was the sensations on your body and the sound of your breathing. And that's what meditation is is it takes you back to infancy. It gets you to that point where you're closest to God. And if you don't believe in God, well, I'm sorry, atheists. Your school of thought is relatively new in the escape uh, of human history and is doing nothing to help us progress. In fact, I would say it's hindering us. Most atheists I know, they think they're super intelligient. They're all into science, this and that. No, they're just so advanced and edgy, and, and they just... They just don't get it, man. Science has almost destroyed the planet in 200 years. And I think it's important that we go back to that innocent side of ourselves back when we were in the womb. And that's what meditation does. At least that's my interpretation of it. I never heard anybody else describe it that way. But it gets me back in touch with my innocence. And that's why in the mornings I like to wake up. And I like to meditate for a half an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, depending on how much time I got or what I got going. And then I like to pray for about five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I do visualization meditations after I'm done with my Vipassana meditation. And then I pray after I visualize good things for myself and the world around me and my family and the earth. And then I pray and, uh, you know, I have no doubt that there's a creator out there. You know, science will tell you that all this came from nothingness, which is impossible. There's no such thing as nothingness. That's why, why zero doesn't count in numerology, because there's never been a zero. Nothingness is a fantasy made up by Kabbalistic and, you know, black magicians that, that wanted to control people's minds. 
and tr- and trick you with their with their interesting fables of adult fairy tales called popular junk science. Amazingly, all of them were members of secret societies and cults and things of that nature. The same people that seem to be doing underhanded trickery now. They were doing it back then. Darwin was a racist pedophile. He didn't trust his own theories. So if you want to get into the scientific theory where there was just trillions of years of nothingness, which again is impossible... And then out of nothingness, all of a sudden, four elements just simultaneously appear, creating what? An explosion. Well, what do explosions do? They destroy things. But not this explosion. According to science, this was a magical explosion that created everything. And everything you see before you came from a rock. The end. Right? And I know people will be like, oh, well, it's a little more complicated than that. All I needed to do was hear the beginning part was that there was nothingness. Fable right there. First lie. And then that four elements simultaneously appeared right there. Because that's what it takes to cause an explosion is is the four elements. Right? Uh, and that's the second lie. Whereat in nature... And natural law is is the only law that really matters. That is God's truest law, natural law. Where in nature do you see things just randomly appearing out of nowhere? I mean, if this, and, and evolution is true, I mean, and this happened billions of years ago, you would think, uh, shit, like explosions would be happening everywhere and just infinite worlds would be being be, be created like i think this the escape of life would look a whole lot different than it does today i mean if if i'm expected to believe that i've never had a magic explosion in my bank account where you know 20 dollars just magically appears i never seen anything like that in the middle of a forest where poof magic explosion water and food you've been starving here you go oh yeah this is dar you know one of the science things you know so that's a fairy tale to me. And um, when I look at nature and when I look around, it's like we're like in this constant state of creation, yet they want to tell you that there's no God. You know what I mean? Spiders create webs. Clouds create rain. The ocean creates waves. Uh, you know, fire creates smoke. Uh, smoke creates soot. Bookmakers create books, authors create stories, mothers create babies, and so on and so forth. Well, to me, the art of science is noticing definitive patterns in nature, but for some reason, these brilliant geniuses have decided to ignore that pattern, uh, which it blows me away. Um, But yeah, there is a God out there. We're in a constant state of creation. All of us have creative power in all different types of way. And, uh, you know, we need to get in touch with ourselves and in touch with God. And then we need to work on our temple. We need to eat right. We need to start eating better. We need to start looking into organic foods and, and, and possibly looking into our blood types. That's not a definitive you know, diet for me at all. But, you know, it, it just, it's just, it's an interesting to look in, interesting thing to look into. You know, they say some people handle meat better than others. Other people handle, you know, better paleo diets or vegetarian or vegan diets and so on and so forth. Uh, 
Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think just, you know, knowing about where your food comes from and trying to eat as much of a whole foods diet as possible, you know, that'll help you out with healing. If, if you're feeling sick or illness in your body, you should look into doing fasting and, and juice fasting. And I'm not talking about juicing a bunch of, of fruit. You can ju- juice some fruit, but a lot of times you need like lots of vegetables and turmeric and ginger and cilantro and parsley to pull the toxins out and activated charcoal and bentonite clay to pull the toxins out and scrub your 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 organs clean of all this stuff you know and 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 diatomaceous earth to kill the parasites and I can go on and on I'm not going to do a health thing right now but you get what I'm trying to say you know you focus on the mind the body and the spirit. And then when we go into the mind, we start studying things, things that we didn't learn in school, things that weren't designed to overexert our mind or beat our minds into submission to where we are fucking mental slaves to the government right now to where we're terrified by some bullshit hoax of a fucking virus. I'm not saying it ain't real, but it sure seems a lot more... um, overreactive than what's going on out there they're telling us that the hospital are are full and they're running out of equipment and this and that and yet people are shooting videos all over the country of empty hospitals i mean there's multiple videos of this online so what are they hiding from us Our, our our world has never been in lockdown that should be a concerning thing what do these guys have planned and believe me they have something planned um I know people think that the bottom line has to do with them having money and this, that doesn't make sense. I mean, these guys are already billionaires and trillionaires. The most powerful people in the world are already billionaires and trillionaires or multi-multi-millionaires. They can afford to take a little break. They have enough money to where they, can ex- they can't spend it in a hundred lifetimes. And so it's no big deal for them to take a break, you know? People don't realize that. And, um, you know, I think that... Uh, you know, people were trained, their, their their minds were beaten into submission through repetitive, you know, exercises of memorizing and lies. And, and, and you know, when you, when you train the mind to memorize lies, that's what the mind responds to. So when, you know, you get a president or a governor or a scientist or a, a doctor that's been bribed on TV smiling and, and, and you know, using all the right trigger words to, to get you hooked on their their linguistic programming, what, you know, their... their as I like to call it, spelling and curse. If you can't, you can't have a, you can't have spelling without the spells, and you can't have cursive without the curses. These guys know what time it is. They they, they know that words are worlds, and and that you can be programmed. And they've been practicing with this linguistics for a long time, and and deceiving people for a long time. And uh, you know, it's time for us to uh, to be aware of that. So I'm aware of that. And, uh, you know, I, I try to eat really healthy and I try to meditate regularly. I try to pray regularly. I try to ex- I'm in my mid forties. I don't look like it. I don't act like it. I don't work, work out like it either. And anybody who knows me could tell you that. So when I got these really unhealthy people that are really unhappy, they ain't really doing much with their life. Yeah. They might have a lot of money or maybe they don't, most of them don't have any money and they're trying to sit here and preach all this mainstream educational media television vision bullshit to me I'm like right there it's like dude you're miserable you're unhealthy you're ignorant you're, you're, you're constantly in fear you're getting tricked all the time by people that have that don't have your best interest
interest in it for you and you want me to follow your fucking path? Like, motherfucker, please. You coming at the wrong cat with that bullshit. I ain't buying it. So, I think, like, for me, with this situation, a lot of people are in a lot of fear. And and what I could say is, man, you know, you go online and learn about meditation. You could learn about Vipassana meditation. There's got to be videos on YouTube or whatever. You know, you could start practicing and then eventually go do your own course. And I'm not even saying that's the only meditation out there that'll help your mind. You could learn any type of meditation. It'll probably help your mind. Yoga, the moving meditation, you know, but you got to do something to calm the monkey mind from bouncing off the walls. Because if you don't rule your mind, your mind will rule, rule you. Our faculties, our heart and our mind, they're their own beings, dude. They have their own agendas. People can think what they want. It's true. They have their own agendas and they will run their own programs. You know what I mean? We got things. We got trillions of things living inside of us. And that that's just the blood cells. And then there's the organs. And then there's the bacteria, the good and the bad. And then parasites and all this other stuff. You know? So we get, it's up to us to control our faculties. And then it's also... Up to us to realize we're eternal beings, man. We're eternal beings. And if we have strong spirits and strong connections to the Almighty, to God the Creator, in the name of love, healing, and truth, whatever that God may be, you know, people like to try and scold me and tell me that, you know, because I do love Jesus and I, and I do believe in Jesus, but I also believe in the teachings of Buddha and I also find... You know, like, you know, I also believe in the Native American way of life because I did a lot of that for a lot of years. I believe in all that stuff. And there's a lot of fascinating things with the Hindu things and Judaism and even some stuff in Islam, you know. But at the at the end of the day, if you know love, healing, and truth, well, then you know God. And you know what's right for humanity. And, you know, you can sit back all you want and 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 pray to this comic book superhero that you've created or you've allowed someone else to create, whether it's a church or your grandparents or your parents or whatever, and think that this person is going to come in and save you, but they ain't going to come save you if you ain't trying to save yourself. You know, a lot of people, they want to talk about Jesus this and Jesus that, but are you trying to do the work of Jesus? Are you trying to do the work of Moses? Are you trying, you know, no, 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 you're just hoping that you can do whatever the fuck you want and then pray and this superhero is going to come in and save you. And that's what all these bullshit superhero movies are about. That's why I don't watch that watered down bullshit. It's just some basic bitch, all American watered down bullshit. Miss me with that shit. I don't need a superhero. I need God in my life. I need to use the four elements and the sun and the moon. I need, I need community. I need the mother earth and the animals. But, but I also need myself. If I don't love myself, how can I love anything outside of myself? And a lot of people don't understand that statement. But that statement is 100% trill, son. And I'm always going to keep it 100 So, you know, you, you, you got to approach life as fearlessly as possible, man. 
what, what, what if, you know, some really dark shit is on the horizon for us in a very short amount of time? And we're going to have to see horrible things happen to our family members. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, and I pray to God that it's not. But that could very well happen. There's a lot of indications, you know, when you look into FEMA camps and, and the New World Order, mandatory vaccines, mandatory ID chips, all types of other bullshit that these guys, these dark arts motherfuckers are into that would, would kind of insinuate that there's a possibility that some really bad shit is going to happen and that we might have to watch some really shit or go through some really good, bad shit. You know what I mean? And it's really important for us to remember and, and keep a level head and remember worse things have happened to better people. And that's true. This is, there's nothing new under the sun. All this shit has been here before. Life is cyclical. The ages are cyclical. So, you know, if you're, whether we're sitting at home and the military's kicking in our doors or we're sitting at home stressing out about our next meal, it's important to know that, that our will and our connection with the higher and the creator and, and, and our, our knowing within ourselves can get us through some stuff. We can go without food for, for a long fucking time. We won't have a lot of energy, but we can do it. A lot of people don't know about that. You know, a lot of animals in the forest, they go four or six days in between meals and they do a lot of relaxing and then all of a sudden they see a deer and next thing you know, they're full of adrenaline and they're chasing that deer down like their life depended on it. You know, you never hear, you know, fucking people are like, oh man, how did you get that business started? How did you do this? How you, cause I was hungry. I'm still hungry. You don't ever hear anybody that's out there crushing shit saying, oh yeah, man, I'm full. I'm just relaxing. No, they're hungry. You stay hungry. And, and staying hungry is just, you know, having discipline. And there's a lot of freedom and discipline. And for people that aren't disciplined, they don't know what that statement is. And thank you, Jocko Wylink, for that statement. You know, and thank you for a lot of your, your original shit. I read, I read a couple of your books. I mean, if you ever hear my podcast, I doubt you ever will. But I'm going to give a shout out to Jocko Wylink. He does some, some awesome stuff. You know, he's battle tested. He knows who the fuck he is. You know, there's a lot of people out there that know who the fuck they are. And they've been through a lot of shit. And there's a lot of people that haven't and they still know who the fuck they are. It's up to you to find who that is. We can blame the government. We can blame our ex-lovers. We can blame our parents. We can blame our schools. We can blame our president all day long. But at the end of the day, we got to face ourselves in the mirror. And that's where the challenge lies is with the self. Looking into the self and knowing the self. I mean, man, I don't want to face darkness. I don't want to face mass genocide. I don't want to face, you know, horrible shit that I might see on the horizon. But hey, man, I might have to. And when that stuff comes, I'm going to have to do my best to hold that shit together. And I know that eventually I will, whether at first I get scared or, I, you know, I get sick for a brief second or whatever. I know that I'll rein myself back in and it's taken lots of practice to get there. I mean, I have lived an intense life and I have dealt with adrenaline a lot in my life. 
but I feel like that's only part of it. The other part of it is conquering the mind, calming the mind, that monkey mind. Anyways, I'm telling you guys, we're eternal beings, and even if the end of what's happening here on this earthly plane is dark and horrible and horrifying, and we wind up in positions that we don't want to be in facing death, well, guess what? We're eternal beings. And we may or may not come back to this this realm right here. You know, a lot of different religions and, you know, ancient people believe that there's multiple realms. And I'm hoping, I feel like I've been here a number of times and, and I ain't trying to come back to this mess. I'm trying to, to be of service to the higher, you know, to, you know, the angelic, to, you know, the heavenly realms, if possible. I'm trying to upgrade from here, and I believe that's possible. And I know a lot of people don't like what I'm saying or relate to it, but I don't really give a shit. I'm four, almost 45 years deep in this fucking game, and, uh, you know, I trust myself. I know what I've been through to get to where I am. And, uh, you know, I know there's more to come. And, uh, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do my best to hold it together. And we, we all can do that, you know, and I believe in everyone and and I wake up and I pray for you and your families every morning and, and I hold space of love, healing and truth for you and your children. And I pray for all these children that I know are in fucking satanic dungeons and MK ultra dungeons that these sick satanic fucking elites and these, these dark fucking arts magicians have all over the world in all of the fucking countries. It's all infected in all of the religions all over the land. And I'm praying that they're going to get released and that these children are going to get the counseling and love that they deserve and need. And that these men and women are going to be released and they're going to get the love and counseling that they need. And the people, the pedophiles, the, 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 the monsters at the top of these fucking games that are full of demonic entities and spirits will be prosecuted and put in jail or put to death. Or or and, and or get the counseling they need so that we might be able to save their souls so that we don't have to spread that 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 seed of darkness so that they don't take that that cell of energy into the darker dimensions. I pray every day for you and your children and all of the children and all of the animals that are that are tortured and trapped and you know fucking factory farmed and all that shit every day. I'm not a vegan. I've done the vegan thing, but I, I don't like you know factory farming at all. If I can get my meat hunted or, or quickly killed, that's the way that I want it, and that's the way that I try to do it 99.9% of the time. You know, I don't want my meat and food full of fear and torture because that goes straight into my body. That energy carries. And these dark arts wizards know that. They know about electromagnetic frequencies and vibrations and all of that. You know, even science will tell you everything's made of vibrations. You know, there's plenty of experiments that will show you that that is for, for a fact a truth. You look at music. Music hypnotizes people. You listen to Marilyn Manson, and next thing you know, you're wearing trench coats and fist nets and combat boots. You listen to country music, you're wearing cowboy boots and cowboy hats. You listen to gangster rap, you're wearing Raiders jerseys and baggy pants, you know, and so on and so forth. Music has power. 
musicians, a.k.a. magicians. These guys deal with vibrations. And even in the Bible, it says, in the beginning was the word. There you go again. Words are worlds. These guys know what time it is. It's time for us to know what time it is. And a lot of people are scared of the arcane and scared of magic. But I'll tell you what, we're dealing with black and red magicians right now. And the world is, is, is lacking white and green magicians and gray magicians. Like I said on my, on my Facebook post, I don't remember why I heard this, but the world needs bad men to protect them from worse men. And that goes for women too. The world needs bad women to protect them from worse women. There's varying degrees of, of dark and light on this planet. And some of these people that are doing bad shit are actually, it's, it's for the betterment of, of good in the end. And a lot of these dark people, a lot of these bad people, I mean, they're, they're, they're great teachers. They're t teaching us what not to do, how not to be how not to treat the world around us, how not to treat children and animals and massive amounts of people and how not to manipulate currency and, and, and corporations and things like that. These people are teachers and their karma is fucked. These people are fucked. I don't care what anyone thinks. These people are fucked. I went through the atheist phase and the hate God phase. I've grown up. I've seen a lot in my life. I've always been protected by something higher than myself. So, yeah, man, we got this. Even if we're, we're looking down the barrel of death itself, we got this. We're strong, infinite beings. We're magical beings. We can learn about how to fight these black magicians with white, green, and gray magic. I try to stick with white and green, but hey, gray is better than black and red. You know, for all you people out there that are saying, oh, that's a sin, this and that, this and that. Well, clearly you didn't pay attention to who Moses was. He was Egyptian born, which means he was born in the mystery schools. It was in his blood. And just coincidentally, he's practicing magic all over fucking Israel for the Israelites. Give me a break. Oh, well, those were works of God. No, that was magic, son. Same with Jesus, who was visited by the three wise men from the Far East, where the Buddhists, the Taoists, the Hindus, and these type of people are bringing him sacraments and alchemical elements, frankincense, myrrh, gold, and silver, which are conductors. They carry frequencies. The magicians came to visit him where? Under a star. There's astrology right there. But Jeremy, astrology is evil. So is numerology, even though the Bible's full of numerology. Y'all better wake up, man. The kings and queens rewrote these Bibles. The priests and, and Pharisees, they rewrote these Bibles and they took the secret messages out to keep the truth from you guys so they could keep the magic for themselves and pervert it and use it against us. Well, it's time for us to discover the white and green magic and start putting it down on these people, my brothers and sisters. Anyways, I think I went a little longer than I anticipated. I hope you guys pick up what I'm throwing down. I want you guys at your best. 
fucking facing a firing squad. Stand up and, and fucking, yeah, I'm ready. Take me into that next dimension because I'm coming back 20 to 100 times stronger than I was in this lifetime. Y'all better fucking be scared, son. That's the way I look at it. Go ahead and kill me. You're going to unleash the wrath of a spirit that topples any of the human beings on this fucking planet. And I mean that and I know it. And I know that in the name of love, healing, and truth. And people are about to find out if I go down, I go down swinging and come back stinging with the wrath of God in the name of love, healing, and truth. Anyways, I hope you guys are doing okay out there. I know shit's crazy. I'm getting a little bit crazy, stir crazy, all kinds of crazy shit cray out there, shit cray. Anyways, I love you guys. I pray for you guys every morning. You know, this is a positive uh, podcast. I can't, I can't always say it's going to be that way. There's a lot of darkness out there, and I'm trying to teach you guys how to outsmart this darkness. So keep it real. Keep it loving. Keep it truthful. And focus on that healing, man. Mind, body, and spirit. The three faculties. That's the trinity right there. Love, healing, and truth. Mind, body, and spirit. You guys have a good one. Take care.